The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hey everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. Can you, you hear me? Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay, great. I think you have to supposed to, oh. I'm supposed to speak into the, yes. the mic. Yeah. Oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> Hi, welcome to It's Always the Husband podcast. Thank you for listening, especially after my horrible debacle <laughs> last week. Sarah. Well, because what happened is before... You were trying to tell us if you said the yes. worst Because word. before, remember when I tried yes. to say the gentleman was retired? Yes. And I said another R yes. word. And so we had to edit that out. And I yes. was showing Cassie, who did a fabulous job filling in as I was sick and still am recovering. Yes. And I was on Vicodin because I was so much in pain. And, and you sick. said, if I you said, say so if something, you say something like, like the fucking, and then I said the yes. R word, but I said it instead of just saying it. Yeah. And I showed her, this is how you would edit or just write down the time. But then never just took all that out no. as a practice. No. It recorded right after that. And so I, <laughs> I know. never even listened. I, know. I just sent it because I, by the time you guys left, I had to go edit it and put it and on. You and I was out of it. were dying. Because we're pretty mm. sure you had COVID, even I though you think kept... I had the like Arcturus yeah. COVID that's going around. That's awful. Even though you kept testing negative, like negative every time, and I always so tested sick. positive every time. But the key is like your sticky eye, and it is. It's like yeah. Elmer's glue is pouring out of your eye, yeah. and then it hardens into a thick crust cover on your eye, and you have to literally take your nails and scrape it off. No, you were like dead yeah so i apologize for the first thing you heard last week is me screaming (laughs) and then the r word at cassie yeah offensive it was offensive if you can forgive me but you couldn't hear the context of what no why you did it and it was an example of what and to take out like if you're stupid enough to say it instead of retired instead of retired um yeah anyway if you can forgive me thank you so much if not and you don't listen again i guess you're not listening and (laughs) you'll never know we gotta move on (laughs) um but i'm terribly embarrassed i felt awful and i still do um okay well just you know how i am i wallow in my own i know and you're like i ruined everything no Anyway, oh, um, we knew what it was about, and it seemed like most of our listeners knew what you were trying. Well, what you still, meant. it's just yeah. the dumbest. I don't. And I, you were so sick, you didn't think to go back and like edit. It was too hard to edit. Well, I still don't like being stupid, and I'm stupid every day. One of these mm. days, I feel like maybe just don't be stupid. But it's so hard. We think that all the time, but it oh. never happens for us. We just keep being stupid. Well, to make it a better, since I'm such an, I was dead for ten days. My daughter's mm-hmm. wedding was good, but I lost my voice, so I couldn't speak to anybody. Which, in some ways, is is a treat. Except my ears started hurting so bad that by the end. I couldn't even walk straight because my balance was off. And yeah. the pain in my ears and in yeah. my nose, I didn't think I'd even make it home. I just thought, I think I'm going to die. But now Rachel's married and taken care of. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I've been sick for 
12 days. I don't know what it is, but I can drive now. I can like move out of my house. Yeah, you were dead to the world. Um, but came, come, came, a package came. <laughs> and we had two people, the chinster, I think it's chin Lee, um, gave us very cute sir um cock bookmarks they're oh wooden cock bookmarks and they're perfect for reading and i've been reading a lot because that's all that you can do when you lay in your deathbed i could read you did even though your eyes are pouring out elmer's mm-hmm. glue whatever <laughs> that is with the the horribleness of this i don't know what it is or if that's some sort of horrible like movie of outbreak where you're i don't know but it's terrible but i could read and I read a lot. And so I use my cock bookmark. I am so happy. I know. So I love it. And Stacey Davis gave us quite oh a my joyful God. package of You Got a Boys to Men coffee cup. I'll put some Can pictures Can I show on. it on yeah. our YouTube? And other wine tumblers and treats and dog and cat and kitty treats that oh. I have for uh, goddamn Randy. How's Randy's leg? I didn't Good. see him. He finally could go outside again. Okay. It's been raining for like yeah. a day and a half, so he's not, so he came yeah. back in right away, but he's pretty much good as new. He had little, his little scratch on his face finally healed up too. Good. Um, But thank you, Stacy. She sent, and then lovely lotions and oh. another, a bookmark again, Um, and beautiful items. And the kindest note... Um, it just made my day. It made me feel a lot better. You needed it. I needed it desperately. You had a rough, oh, rough. Well, it, all of my own foolery, much of it. I don't. I mean, I don't know where I got this thing, but I did go to Colorado, so I think the Coloradans gave it to me. Those assholes. Well, anytime you go on an airplane, they're so filthy, full of diarrhea. I don't know. That was it. My husband and I both went to Colorado at the same day at the same time on two different planes. Have you ever done that with your husband? No. We left at the same airport at the same time on two different planes. How, because how? I used my son country points and he used his Southwest points so that we didn't have to pay because we didn't have enough for both of us. Yeah. They said, how many couples just leave at the same time on different flights and arrive at the same airport? That was... I mean, nice, at least, for yeah. planning purposes. It did. It did help out, at least. Um, but, yeah, Rachel's wedding went great. I'll put pictures up. She's waiting for her little... The photographer version of the pictures are a lot better than mine. Yeah. Um, and they're on their... And then Patreons have a little yeah. bit. They're on their yeah, their first day of their honeymoon. They're at Disney World right now. And she's been sending me pictures. And how is your labia? Oh, I heard I, I heard I got it cut in the at the in the mill. wheel, the mill yeah. at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, that was a good mill too. The water was really court, you know, clean. And it was so, so it healed hot up. that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was hot. Mm-hmm. It healed real well because it kept the water really really clean. That was before we leaked all the chemicals from Roundup <laughs> into every yeah. um, water. Well, everyone's full of Roundup. We can't help yeah. it. Mm-mm. We're all full of Roundup. No. Um, and I think we have new Patreons, but they may have just re-upped because their names are familiar. But Marcy Gray, thank you so much. And Leah Filberto. Yes, Leah Filberto. Welcome and thank you. Oh, we appreciate you. Yes. And your money. (laughs) Thanks a lot. And your cash. You would like it. 
Um, we'll do the Facebook funnies because the glitter will lead into some facts. Okay. And you might not enjoy mine. So I'm sorry, Megan. Other people that are like me may. <laughs> All right. Um, I had three because I'm making up for a week. But this was a newer one <laughs> that was just on from Erin. Um, I didn't put her last name. Kelly? Yes. Yeah. The <laughs> the lady or the saying, and the, then this is from her Facebook group. Just uh-huh. people put yeah. funny shit on there. Someone saying, I wish there was a transition glasses. And we often do make fun of transition <laughs> yes. glasses, but it just gets darker as people are talking to you. Mm-hmm. And we're like, man, I would like <laughs> you're talking to a person and their sunglasses just start off as glasses just get darker and darker until <laughs> like, they're totally dark. And then you can just walk away, I feel. Um, and then Beth uh, Polkrebeck. Uh, I yeah. said her name totally yeah. wrong. She had one that I love from way back. And it's kind of like it's been like a meme. But this one is one of my favorites. And it was like me and my bestie or like point of view. And it's like the apocalypse background. But then it's like me and my bestie. And it's the two guys are just laughing so hard. They're like bending over and like scream laughing in the front. Yeah. Um, even though it's the apocalypse, my bestie and I are, you know, laughing yes. instead of running because one of us farted. <laughs> dying it just not running from the zombie yeah it would be cassie farted and then then we would we would laugh at it yeah and then get eaten by the zombies because we would just be dying laughing yes and not worrying about the apocalypse because cassie would have ripped ripped a a tear fart as she and then charlie bardon had her son wanting a queef haircut (laughs) (laughs) the quiff and they're kind of cute like an elvis thing something Yeah. yeah Um, and she was wondering what a queef was. So my Facebook funny. And again, if you're not in our Facebook group, you search. It's always the husband podcast group. And Oops. we're very selective, but we let everybody in. Yeah. And it's just a place. We don't fucking bitch about anything. We just put disgusting, funny memes. So our Beth, B-Tits. Oh, yeah. B-Tits. Put the TikTok of the woman... Oh, that was hitting with, everything with her tits. That hit things with her tits. <laughs> like she doesn't have a strong <laughs> bra on. No, and she's it's not just, a supportive bra. It's just like a a true kind. Did you ever bra see that lady that was smashing like bottles with her tits? Ever? No. Oh. But this lady is taking out teddy bears and stuffed animals. She throws That's them in the air. That's a long boob. And just. Yeah, I feel like if I practice, yeah, I might be able to do this because I've got a long. Because you have a long boob. Yeah. Now I found out from Nutbar. Yeah. Last week that my daughter, so Nutbar's daughter and my daughter are the same age, sort of, and they are besties and they're on the same dance right. team and whatever. So our kid, we just literally, our kids live at. The other whatever side. house yeah. they land at you know so eloise was over at her house for a while cc was at ours and eloise um was talking telling auntie cassie that she was starting to get boobs oh my and um so they were like oh we don't want to get boobs we're afraid of boobs. we don't want to get boobs because you could get breast cancer and and Nutbar told them like you can't be afraid of boobs like you're gonna get them 
Right. They're going to be and there. Not they're going to be terrible. And you just deal yeah. with it. And you just, you have to get them checked. Yeah. And Eloise told me You can get farm. anus cancer yeah, too you when can. you need an anus. And then you get it scoped out like yeah, me. And you, you did. get the good drugs and everything's yeah. fine. Um, and then Eloise told Cassie, I'm afraid that my mom's hiding breast cancer. And mm-hmm. Cassie said, what? And she said, I'm afraid she's hiding it in her long, saggy boobs. Oh. <laughs> Kids make you feel great about yourself, don't they? They just make you feel good. They sure do. And just really confident. They sure do. Um, (laughs) I think if it's a long, thin boob, you could see it in there. So I think you're good. Right. And I'm like, I have always religiously gotten my mammograms because... I have giant boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're flat yeah. and saggy. And <laughs> and that part doesn't hurt. But not like flat boob. You have big boobs, but if they're released, you're saying if they go released, down flat. They are flat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh. When released. Flat and long. Does, did Rory, when he was a boy, use him as a road for yeah. his car? <laughs> uh, but this... Can you use it like as a I toilet tissue? You can just, no, it doesn't go down that part yet. 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 It's about mid-gunt. <laughs> about mid-gunt. Um, which brings me to my glitter in the shitter. Yeah. Oh, my God. First of all, Valeska, what the fuck? Oh, I saw her knee. It looks Did it's absolutely horrific. Did you see that? And then they sent her home saying, you know what? Don't go in your dance rehearsal, but you can dance tomorrow, pretty much. And no pills. And take take no a pills. Tums. No pills. <laughs> That's what they told her. Her knee literally just fell shattered. Out? Ap- fell yeah. out and shattered apart. And they had to re-put yeah. it together. And they just said, you know what? Hop around a bit. Take, you know, put some ice on it. It looked Maybe like, like a cube. Jaws. And then you're good to go. Like a Jaws got her. Got her. Yeah. And they sent her home without anything. No. This again, it's like you can find in her Facebook Because even though, <laughs> even though we don't, like literally we don't know each other, we know each other. I know. So we share these things and our poor Valeska, no, who I love. absolutely horrific. She's my sister from another mista. Yeah. Uh, she... I don't know what the fuck happened, but it's awful. And so she said she fell off her four wheeler. Yeah. No, her. Yeah. No, her. Yeah. 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 Like her ATV. Yeah. And they just shred you. Jesus. Well, we had B tits who jumped off her four wheeler. I know. And her husband's a dumbass. Yeah. And Valeska's husband's in a wheelchair, too. So it's like they she's like, ha ha. He has to fucking help me for once. And I said, hell yeah. Um. So we are sending healing vibes. Yeah. But anyway, what my long saggy tits and my giant gunt brought mm-hmm. me to was my glitter in the shitter. Yeah. Do you want to know what it I is? I do. Now week? I'm curious. Okay. So my glitter in the shitter is my fit on app. Oh, you do like that. I am obsessed. I'm glad. It's so good. It is super motivating to me for whatever reason and it has the great it's free 
Okay. And even though I, of course, got sucked into paying $24 a year, but still $24 a year is nothing. And the only reason why I paid $24 a year was because then I could hear real songs in the background instead of like elevator music in the background. So now I can hear like BB Rexa and whatever when I'm doing the workouts. But um, it is fantastic. I hate exercising and I do I hate doing all the fit on exercises too but they're like 20 minute workouts See, that's doable and it's doable and I can do an arm one day a a stomach one day and there's a countdown clock on all of them so you can see oh my god I only have six minutes left like fuck I can do this I can do this like the old Um, abs of steel and legs of steel used to have the countdown it did I mean I would never know because I didn't I used to do those religiously but that's Um, when I was yeah 130 pounds Mm -hmm. and fit Mm -hmm. and way back in the 1800s yeah so i'm giving it a shout out i really like it i was at my mom and dad's this weekend we were having a lake day and my sister was like hey we should all do a quick workout before we go drink our faces off on the boat so we all went downstairs and did a quick 20 minute arm and ab workout and we were all sore than like it was good it was fun and good for you so here's to fit on thanks fit on i wish you would advertise with us no shit and give us a special code that we could give to all our listeners no wouldn't that be something god damn it fit on okay Um, what's yours um you said it was gonna lead us somewhere yeah into my fucked facts because our crime takes place in 1992 Mm -hmm. which again all crimes that were ever committed even back way back in the years of (laughs) jesus was also is 1992 crucified in 1992 yes he was (laughs) i heard every yes every crime he had like he had the hair of that backstreet boy nick or whatever the split down the middle (laughs) nick carter yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> he was still a handsome man <laughs> i heard i i don't know because i don't go to church but i heard um okay mine you're going to tease me but there are some people out there that are sarah's mine is vampires oh the look on her face the look on her face is disgust okay well no horror i too you both you and i loved the fucking twilights oh yeah we did go see that so i'm i'm tentatively all right so there were two cases of vampires this week one in my sick bed i read one of our book club books for october yeah because i just i've literally read them all to the end of the year now um, it's called The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Ooh! Grady Hendrix. And Grady Hendrix is a favorite of a lot of people. Yes. And it was like on the, it's like a bestseller. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was excellent. It's not really what you think, but kind of by the time, it, it, I mean, it was amazing. It was great. Really, really good. Um, and and it, I mean, it says a lot about like moms, you know, like hits a mom. It's like about this mom who literally is just trying on her own to like do all the shit with her kids. And then a fucking vampire moves into town and she has to deal with it. And it's like, what would you do if you're just like a fucking stay at home mom? And it's like in the 80s and 90s. And so there's all like 80s and 90s references and stuff. But it's yeah. great. Um, and what happens and everything is I just read the whole thing. But then I had nothing to do. 
But then I slightly got better a few days ago. And I'd already seen a lot of the movies out, but I went <coughs> God, and saw The Last Voyage of the Demeter in the theater. That's in the theater? It's in the theater. Um, it just opened Friday. What is it week. called? The Last Voyage of the Demeter. So if you ever read Dracula, the book, chapter seven is about the Demeter, a ship that sails from Russia to London. And when it leaves Russia, 50 crates of dirt are put on the ship. And then when it arrives to London, it's completely barren and it crashes into a beach near London. And all the crew is gone, except the captain is dead and tied to the wheel with a crucifix in his hand. And when people go to figure out why the hell the ship is crashed... They find the captain's log. So it's literally just the, the one chapter in Dracula is this captain's log. Um, and then a big black dog runs away when they get there. A black dog? Yes. And takes off and they don't chase it or whatever. But clearly that's, that ended up being Dracula leaving the ship. But really all it is is a captain's log about this bitch Dracula who had to, he had, I mean, he can't take a plane. It's 1897. The bitch has to get to London because he literally ate everybody in Romania. I guess was the reason. And so he has to pack up his shit because he has to sleep in the dirt of his home country, I suppose. Um, and he packs all of his dirt and shit from his house and his coffin. And he just eats everybody on the ship to London and pops off and he's good to go. And so that little chapter they made into this movie and like took it and made it Okay. Into this movie. Which is who's in this movie? I'm nobody. I mean nobody. Um, but a Game of Thrones actor, and if you ever saw The Nightingale, that's an Australian kind of horror movie, it's like incredibly hard to watch, but the lead actress isn't it. She's like Ainsley, I think her name is. She's a great actress, but okay. um <laughs> there's practical effects, so it means the Dracula character is like really a guy like that went through 13 hours of makeup to look like Dracula instead of CGI. So that's okay. That makes it a little more of like, a, Oh, it's like really, you know, instead of just a CGI thing that going back to like where right. alien was a guy in a costume right. and predator was a guy in a costume. So this mm -hmm. guy is, his name is Javier Botet and he works with um, Guillermo del, del Toro, Toro a lot, but he was in like the conjuring and crimson peak and, um, but he's six seven, so that's Jamie's size. But he has Marfan syndrome, yeah. so yeah. his ligaments are stretched out, so he can make like all those weird, like he can move his arms like all weird and horrifying. Um, but it was I liked it. I mean, if you like horror movies and like Dracula, I thought it was great. I mean, it doesn't have great reviews, but you I just thought it was went good. to it by yourself. Yeah, because I could leave the house. <clears throat> Nobody, none of my friends don't see that. No, they would all say no and not answer my call. Right. But then I thought if I'm dying and I am going to shit myself and die, I can just leave. You know? Yeah. So, but I made it. I liked it. So I thought I would give you some facts about vampires. Okay. Not just, as we know, I'm going to go, I went way back to see when did this shit start? Okay. Um, so I'll start with English. So the word vampire first appeared in the English yeah, language, language and culture yeah. in 1732. Um, there were newspaper reports from Eastern Europe, and that's where the Zvaki Right, on, right. Um, 
that starting around 1718, vampires were, they were killing vampires about town and they were exhuming bodies of people and re-killing them because people thought there were vampires around. So I realized as reading about this, there had been different vampire eras where people were in like a whole vampire chaos obsession all the way back to Mesopotamia had vampires. Ancient Greece, ancient Rome, the Hebrews, they were mainly uh, like witch-like characters way back then, but the vampire evil spirit thing had been around since then. And now we just make movies about them in books. Yeah. But they would tell these tales. So first, early vampires. Now we have the vampire like me. It's very pale cholera-like. Yes, yes. And the sharp teeth, which I do yeah. have the sharp teeth. <laughs> and they suck the blood. But early vampires also were like me. They were bloated. <laughs> and they were ruddy, if not a purple color, because of all the drinking they did of blood. We're just ruddy due to the alcoholism. Alcohol, yeah. Yes. Um, and so, like, the TikTok grimace, maybe he yeah. is a vampire because they were purple. Be. And the Count Dracula on Sesame Street is a purple he bastard. Purple. So he goes back. But then the bloated from drinking all the blood, just mm-hmm. bloated fat asses, mm-hmm. also I, I, yeah, we, is me. We relate. Okay. And now they often said, for some reason, the early vampires always had the left eye open. When the, <laughs> the right eye would close when the sleep, maybe, or blink. I don't know Wait, if they blink, but the left eye is always open. So if like you have a, a stroke, I guess side? I think so. So if Bell's you see palsy. a bloated, ruddy asshole that has the left eye always open, vampire. Now their hair, they didn't have the fangs back then. That kind of started with Dracula. Dracula didn't even really have the fangs. That started with the movies. Um, but oh. your hair would continue to grow in your nails. Yeah. So well, that happens when you're dead, yes. too. Yeah. Um, now, this is what they thought caused the vampirism. Now, you could get bit. But also, you would if, if your corpse happened to just be laying in your living room and your dog and or your cat jumped over your corse, corpse, corpse, vampire. Okay. So if your cat or your dog. Yeah. Let's say you drop dead, dead in the kitchen. Body. Yep. yep. And your cat or your dog jumps yep. over you. Vampire. Yep. Okay. Turn so, into a vampire. Yep. Now let's say you have a wound that never was treated with boiling ass water. So you, you stub your toe. Unlike your labia. Okay. Yep. And your labia. And they pour, didn't pour boiling ass water on it. Vampire. Or in Russia, if you win against the church. Vampire. And I can get that. And that's, that's probably like why he doesn't witch. like the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. crucifix and such right right now in albania was interesting so they call it a dampir a dampir uh-huh. okay. and it's a hybrid so the mom is a like lycanthropic creature which is a werewolf type creature oh. that wears an iron male shirt so what a shirt out of just oh, iron, like, like a like mail? a chainmail yeah. shirt. I don't know about the pants, so I'm. I think maybe it's a man werewolf that wears the chainmail top, and maybe has the wang just out. It's a little bit like Wham. Yes, or a Donald Duck type thing. Yeah. So but if you, you see would, what I, where I'd want the chainmail is on the bottom, like nothing. Yes. Getting in. No, he just wears it on the top, and he okay. lets the wang no. free. Now he's called a Karkin hole. Karkin's <laughs> hole. Now he he will pork a lugat. So what a lugat is, is a water dwelling ghost. And when a carcan hole p- 
torques a lugat, the water dwelling ghost you get us down here. And then that's the old Albanian expression they said they often say is the Dampir knows the Lugat. I don't know what they say what? that for. <laughs> um, but Lugats are invisible and can only be killed by the Dampir. And it's usually their own son. It's But it's their dad. The yeah. Lugat's the because dad. Because the Lugat is and maybe the, the mom. Kar- I don't know. And the Karkin hole with the wing t-shirt. Oh, Karkin hole is the dad. Yeah, it's the dad maybe. And they, they hump and have the vampire. Uh-huh. Um, so then the vampire kills its mom has the only way well that's the only way you can kill a lugat is you have to find a vampire to kill it oh, i don't know what okay. the karkin hole does um but he in 1819 we lugat. get our first book called vampire by john polidar um and it, he was kind of like buffy's angel he was a, he went about he had some adventures and he was like a anti-hero like angel and he was very popular. So like instead of David watching Borealis, instead of watching yeah. David Borealis, they would go about to plays and watch this vampire, like Angel. We got Dracula in eighteen ninety seven, and then we now have had vampire craze for one hundred and fifty yeah. years. Whatever. Yeah. Now, how do you prevent being a vampire? You can bury your loved ones upside down. You can shit in their coffin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm trying to save Navar. That's what it is. Yes. I'm trying to save her. Or in Europe, you place various poppy seeds on the ground, and the vampire is too busy counting the seeds what? to chase you. <laughs> Europe, I don't think it's going to work. They, the vampires aren't going to count poppy seeds all night. Are they? That's, that is not going to happen. Rain Man. Every. I think so. Every vampire. Yes. Oh, poppy seeds! I must count. And then maybe uh, that's where uh, Sesame uh, Street got the count. One poppy seed. Uh, uh, I'm gonna look uh, this up. Two poppy seeds. There's a vampire connection with. Now, some countries to find out which vampires are in the in the in the graveyard, you have to lead a virgin boy throughout. I don't know about that. It's another pedophile, Yeah, I think it's just some weird... Yeah, like that pedophile group, Nambla. (laughs) need a virgin boy to hunt vampires. Come on. Um, You can fight the vampires, of course, with garlic, a crucifix, and holy water. Mirrors, because they have no soul. They don't see in the mirror. I like that. Early vampire sunlight was not a problem. So until Dracula came along, sunlight became a problem. Um... But in Poland in 1693, the best way to protection is if you think someone's a bam- vampire, even if they're long dead, you dig them up, get their blood if any is left, and bake it in bread and eat the bread. Come on. I mean, there has to be better stuff to do with your time. Now this is Ed Gein. No. Like, what the fuck? But you truly want to um, dismantle, dismantle them. Just cut off their head, cut off all their body parts, and burn them all, and put it in some sort of a, a tank. Oh. If you find a vampire a to bread. get rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Instead of eating the bread. Okay. Or even the last one is to put a lemon in their mouth. Can also take care of it. So oh. if you ever come across a vampire, now you know that's what you do. I sure will. Yeah. Um thank you. Yeah, my whole and then my whole notes are all out of order. For that but riveting yes. riveting. Yeah, so if you see the Demeter... But then, 
You'll know it what they tried. It went into The Lost Boys. It did. The Lost which Boys. Was probably I my loved first it. introduction to Vampire. Oh, Jason Patrick mm-hmm. was so cute. And what's his name was in it? Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Oh, bless he, his heart. And He's the one who passed it. Yes. Yeah. And the, we're left with a dumb Feldman, Feldman was in it, too. Corey um, Feldman. And then the oh, old Jason man. Patrick was so cute, and Jennifer Conley. Yes, yeah. Oh, she, yeah, was it her? Yeah, yeah. or Jamie Gertz? Jamie Which Gertz, one was it? I think it was. Jamie Gertz. And then she had that brother vampire that was weird and had the long hair. He was yeah. scary. He was a little boy. Yeah, Which, that was a good movie. That man. was a really good movie. And then, and spoiler alert, it was the boyfriend of the mom. God damn it! Jeez. And then it, that brought us to Twilight. Where the sun isn't problematic. No, they just sparkle. It's just glitter. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, at least they can go outside. Well, let's talk so about these you. fucking weird yeah. vampire. This vampire. Yes, because she from in the show Europe. she sounded like Dracula. Yeah, she did. Her accent. Mm-hmm. Um. So we watched a show called Evil in Law that I didn't even know was a show. I just ran across it and said, "Hey, this might work perfectly for our month." So on Discovery and it sure Plus, shit it did. sure did. Evil in Law is a show that has two stories, just like our Deadly Affairs that we love with Susan Lucci. Yep. This is season one, episode one. It starts right out the gate, Mama's Boy. And boy, was this a boy a Mama's Boy. Oh, nothing's worse than a Mama's Boy. All of these mother-in-law stories have a fucked up mother-son relationship. Oh, it's very much a Norman Norma. Yeah. Um, so it's story one. And we're going to meet Yelka Pesic, mm-hmm. who has a, a husband named Sam, but it's Saba. It's Sam. They went to Canada. So this is set in Canada. Canada. Oh, boy, can Canada. they. They can kill the shit out of each other, just like us. They can, too. Um, not as bad as us. Um, so we're in Vancouver, Canada, where the Pesics came from Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Very close to Romania, because Yelka talks like Dracula the yeah. whole time. The Pesics run a garage, so mechanical fix-your-car garage, with their son, Joe. And they just want Joe to have the best of everything, which is your mistake. Let him have some challenges. Don't be that snowplow parent right? yeah. that has to push everything out of the way so your dumbass kid is handed everything and they never have any kind of... You know, hardship, hardship to overcome. Yeah. So they don't learn anything. They don't and have they to just problem solve. They don't no. have to. Oh, God. I know. So this guy is just a grown up dick. If you work in the deodorant factory, you know this type of kid who can't yeah. wash his pee pee without his mom being there. And he's probably 32. I don't know. They were young. So in 1987, Yelka and Sam are looking at homes because they're making quite a bit of money and they want to invest in some real estate. And they go to this open house and they're looking around and they see in the corner this beautiful blonde. Now, the wig this beautiful blonde is wearing, you could tell it's a wig because it has the doll hair, the doll hair. And it, at first you're like, is it okay or is it not? But then more and more, you're, it's, it, it was very much like a Barbie Charlie's wig. Angels. Yes. It was a Charlie's Angels wig. Yeah. It's a Ferris wig with shorter bangs. Yeah. But it was doll hair. Like when you brush yeah. your Barbie's hair and it just stays all oh, a frizz. It wasn't yeah. high class. No. It was a poor all. quality wig. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that Alex had dark hair. <laughs> they made her a very much fairer blonde. They did. 
So anyway, Yelka hears this beautiful blonde speaking, and she's speaking her native language even. And Yelka thinks, oh my gosh, here's this gorgeous young blonde speaking my language. Right. I need to introduce myself yes. to her because, boy, I'm going to get her for my son. Yeah. You know, she's not even thinking her son could try to meet his own person. Mm-hmm. She runs into this woman and tries to get she's her for her son. She's not about to let that happen. No. She's going to take matters into her own hands. So this beautiful young woman, her name is Alexandra Ignatovic. I think her last name yeah. was Ignatovic. And we see real video of her. Not with Farrah Fawcett hair, but with very short, dark, short like, Janet Wood hair. Yeah, or like Pat Benatar. Yes, Pat Benatar yeah. hair. She's quite lovely. She, in fact, was in the 1985 Miss Canada pageant mm-hmm. from Burnaby, British Columbia. Sure. We don't know that. But she had dark hair. Anyone from BC yeah. can maybe tell us. Yeah. yeah. So Alex, she went by. Um, was, I think, selling the house. She was the real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And we meet her friend, Angie Bruno, that we see throughout the episode. Um, Angie describes her as, you know, just this charming girl with a great presence. Well, of course, she's in real estate. You really have to sell right. a lot to people. Right. And you have to be likable because if you don't even like your real estate agent, you're, you know, you're screwed. Right. Um, so in 1987, when she at the open house meets Yelka and Sam, she charms the pants off of them. And we actually see a co-worker, Janet Walters, that comes into play at the end. It just says how beautiful and intelligent and stunning she was. And Yelka is telling people like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're this beautiful woman oh my gosh (laughs) and alex like oh and she's talking to them and then they say well we want to buy this house we have we own a garage and our son works there he's the mechanic and alex is like well believe it or not i actually need a break job and they said bring the car to our garage and ask for joe so yelka thinks oh She's going to come and Joe Joe is going to knock her off her feet. They're going to fall in love. And I'm going to have this beautiful woman for my son. Um, And she's the perfect match because she is Yugoslavian and she'll understand moving to Canada because that's kind of what she went through. The immigrant experience. She's perfect and she's gorgeous and she's smart. Yes. And all that, which I guess is a good find yeah. for your son. Yeah. So the next scene, you see Alex going into the garage and Joe is there. And Joe, the actor Joe, he has what's called a Mo Howard from the Three Stooges haircut. <laughs> so it is again, like Mother Yelka said, let's just put bowl right. on hair. I cut, <laughs> I cut with bowl. I cut to take the scissors and I cut with the bowl around. She did. Yeah. So he had the bowl here, and then he had a very much a porn stash. But the, a wispy and, yeah. porn stash bowl cut. And sometimes part right down the middle with a... Yes, because then I said at times he looked a lot like um, Rooster from Annie. Yes! <laughs> Who's saying... Easy Street. <laughs> Who is Tim Curry? He's Rooster from Annie. Yes. So that's if, where yeah. we're gonna. <laughs> that's where. Oh my God! And Bernadette Peters. I know. Ow! Alex was far better than Bernadette Peters. Yeah. That's where. But Bernadette Peters is no slouch. No, She's fabulous. She isn't. Um. 
but Alex, I mean, wasn't like a criminal, like Bernadette Peters Rooster character. I mean, Alex was a good person. But I feel like Joe couldn't even have been Rooster because he had no, not one ounce of personality. No. He was, he couldn't even be a robot. No. I I don't even know. He like was just a, 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 he was a human skin. Um, but Alex right away likes Joe. She gets her brakes done. She calls her but friends. H- how she likes him? I-, I don't know because he just went. <laughs> and she went, okay, thanks. So I just drive my car in here. And put it. <laughs> I don't know. She calls her friend and said, he's so gorgeous. Now I don't, I have not seen the real Joe. I haven't looked at No, I should pictures. look them up right now. Yeah. But if she's talking about rooster from annie no he wasn't he had mole haircut and when he didn't part it down the middle like you did when you were like a 1920s man when yeah. they parted it down the had that razor cut down the middle if you were a bootlegger yeah. um joe is described by i think the prosecutor or something as very 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 shy and he has not much experience if any with okay. women what we would have never guessed. So Alex is everything he could hope for. I think she had boobs and a vagina. I think that's all he could <laughs> hope for. He doesn't talk. But the next scene, it looks like they're out to dinner and speaking to each other. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, and she was a smart woman. He mm-hmm. must have had something. I don't know. But I don't think he did. Um, it was a whirlwind romance within two weeks alex was telling her friends he's the one he must have had a giant wang i don't know but maybe he was kind i don't know i don't know this was a terrible mistake she said they both felt it and they had i think they did have a lot in common and you can't underestimate what it's like maybe to find someone who understands what you've been through maybe through your childhood yeah your language yeah maybe that alone was just like he gets what i've been through yeah um that could make you forget a lot of faults right (laughs) but within months they're engaged Mm -hmm. and at this point yelka is just proud as punch because her son is going to marry this gorgeous smart yes beautiful daughter-in-law and she's going to have a daughter-in-law who's gorgeous and successful and smart and she's just seeing her as kind of a prize dog for her son that she probably thought she could control as easy as she could control her son and bitch was wrong bitch tried it but bitch was wrong yeah it was bad. Yeah. Now, at the, the actual wedding day, I haven't experienced this, this at all ever, but her friend Angie said Alex pretty much was like, nope, done. I'm going home. I can't do I it. I think this is a bad idea. Yep. I this is a really bad idea. I feel bad about it. She said something about this family is super fucked up and I don't think I can handle it. And she said, yeah. this is just fucked. And I, I just, I'm not going to go through it. This fucking sucks. I want to go home. And Angie said, oh, you're just having like the wedding day jitters. You know, once everything settles down, it's going to be fine. And then Angie says, oh my God, I regret my yeah. advice that day more than anything else. Well, because you don't want to say, well, let's go, you know, I mean, but maybe. <laughs> no, I feel like when I watched this yeah. scene, I feel like I had a oh. flashback to a time when my yes. family and my best 
Except we, they were telling you, let's get out of here. Yeah, they were like, uh, it <laughs> you were going, me. I'm going to go through that. And then I was like, well, we already sent out the invitations. No, I had a, oh. mar- I had a marriage which I was looking for yeah. the door. Have your, yeah. like, listen to your gut oh, instincts. My. What know, are we doing, said, women? We- <laughs> Did we? I have Rachel, I guess. That's what I, I said. Have, I have yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. True. Um, the ceremony, though, was very beautiful, and everyone seemed happy with mm-hmm. it. But right away, the shit just got fucked. Mm-hmm. Fucked. First off, Alex notices all this just fucked weird shit. So Joe works at the family garage, so Yelka and Sam control all of his money. And they, the family goes to Yelka's house for dinner, Alex is sitting there. They pay him at the table, like divvy up the payment. They pay Joe. Joe is who Alex married, right? Yeah, Joe. Joe. Yeah. And then they tell him, like, spend you. it to here, and then put it, put it here, right? And, and put it on, spend it on a good coffin, yeah, and the good dirt. <laughs> and Alex is like, what? Like, we're going to spend our fucking money how we want to, bitch. our money. If we want to, we'll save it. If we want to, we'll spend it. And Joe is just like, "Mm -hmm, uh uh and just eating as normal because Alex realized he doesn't even think this is weird because this is how he's always been treated. Like, as a baby. Right. And you can see her in the scene, like, looking around like, what? What the hell? And then Jelka or Yelka is at Alex and Joe's house. And Alex is like... We don't need all these groceries. And Yelka's like, no, I bring you the right groceries. You buy the wrong. <laughs> she brought the wrong cheese. She's like, what the fuck? She's this like, is what we eat. Yeah. Get out like, of here. <laughs> like, we don't need any of this stuff. Yeah. This is not what we buy. And Yelka's like, you buy wrong food. Wrong food. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, 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 no. And very, very forcefully, Yelka is inserting herself into the middle of this marriage and she's not even trying to hide it. She's just there bossing yeah. everybody around and Alex and Yelka start fighting constantly. So Alex, as any of us would, thinks Yelka is being incredibly bossy and intrusive, not minding her own business, trying to boss around her adult son mm-hmm. and her who, you know, like, stay out of my business, telling her everything from how to set a damn table. Well, I mean, the prince isn't coming. Why no. do I have to have the fork on the right side? No. We're eating a TV dinner. Like, <laughs> who cares? We're going to eat in front of the TV and watch Wheel of Fortune anyway. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then how to fold laundry. And that's when Alex is like, you're yelling at me that I'm folding my own laundry wrong? I mean, what are you talking about? You're lucky I'm even folding it and not just keeping it on the floor. And Alex, though, of course, goes to Joe and says, can you goddamn say something to your goddamn mother about being a bitch? Mm -hmm. And Joe says, that's just how she always is. We can't ever expect her to change. Like, well... Well, then I'm out. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? She's over here all the time, bossing at us and yelling at us for everything. It's fucking dumb. Right. Um, and then there gets to be another problem. Yelka is a shoplifter. This was the weirdest part. The weirdest thing ever. Because she's, I was like, you do it wrong. Blah, yes. blah, blah. I do it right. And I'm like, Acting, you're a fucking thief. Robber. Yeah. She goes to the grocery store. And take stuff like chicken liver. Of all the things, 
to steal from a grocery store. You're going to steal the goddamn grocery thing. Otto can't even take it. Otto just can't take it and just walk around. You're going to take the most foul thing there. Hello, I'm going to steal your anus cream and all suppositories. (laughs) How about blood pudding and eel pie? There's monkey heart soup. I want giraffe dick pot pie. But she's stealing things. Where is your beef jelly? But then... I want zebra butthole cake. I put it in my purse and I leave not paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of chicken chicken livers? Eventually. This bitch robbed everything in town. Yes, and she couldn't even go anywhere anymore. She couldn't go to any grocery No, she was caught and arrested and this bitch went to the slammer. She got like banned. Yeah. Yeah. So she was in jail for a while and things were really great. And that was the best time of Alex's life. Right. And she ends up getting pregnant. So they actually end up having sex while mom well, is away. Yeah. Because they couldn't when mom was there. Right. Um, so Yelka gets out of the slammer and comes home and sees that Alex is pregnant. Alex has gives birth to their son, Brandon. And as you can imagine her being a horrible mother-in-law just to her son when he's married, imagine her being a grandma. I can't even. No. So there's one scene where Alex is just feeding the baby and it doesn't look like milk is in there. It looks like vodka is in the bottle. It's Yeah. um, But Yelka's like, you're doing it wrong. You know, give him gas. And she's like yelling at her and Alex is just like, God, come on. Like, just go fuck yourself. And then, of course, Joe and Alex are starting to have this massive strain in their marriage because this bitch is out of jail, starting up her horse shittery again. Yeah. And Joe says, how about we go on a date night to get that old feeling back, babe? And of course, as you know, they go out on the date and who's the babysitter? Joe has his mom babysit. Mm. If you even cared, you would get a babysitter from down the street. Yeah, the you 16 would. Sixteen-year-old girl with not nothing to do. Yeah, don't have your dumbass mom come over. So Yelka has been trying to have Alex give the baby this herbal tea. I give gonna him help tea. him sleep. Yeah, sleep. Like, and Alex is like, I'm not giving a weird ass tea to my baby. He sleeps fine because it's a baby. All mm-hmm. they do is sleep, and so. Alex said absolutely not, but as you can guess, Yelka gives the baby the weird ass tea. So when Alex and Joe come home from their date seeing Lethal Weapon 3 at the movie theater, (laughs) they find their baby pretty much unresponsive and almost dead in the crib. He cannot wake up. He's not responding to his mom. He is just out. And so Alex, of course, screams, grabs the baby, and runs out like, Joe, we have to take him to the hospital. He's been poisoned. Which would be terrifying I, if you I couldn't pick even, your baby up and, and it's just like not no. waking up. No, no. I, I can't oh. even imagine how yeah. horrifying that is. Yeah. They go to the hospital and Brandon does wake up, but he was pretty much knocked on his ass with this tea. And if he would have had the wrong amount, it probably could have stopped all of his organs. Right. So Alex, is. she just says, I'm done. If you don't kick your mom out of our lives and kick her to the curb and kick her in the vagina, I'm out of here. <laughs> and Joe, of course, does jack shit like he's always done because yep. he's scared of his mom. Yep. He's a bitch. So Alex divorces his ass right away. Good for her. 
and she gets out. And Alex, because it's Canada, can get 50-50 of everything. They just split it down the middle. And of course, Yelka loses her shit, like mm-hmm. goes completely nuts mm-hmm. and thinks Alex is just was a gold digger the whole time. So she just marries Joe, who's a dud, to eventually divorce him and get... Well, first of all, their house, which makes it worse that I skipped, is their house was bought. Uh. I skipped it by yelka and sam and was like their neighbor so that's why yelka could come over all the time and as alex was trying to decorate the house i mean there was a scene where alex told sam who was painting her wall and alex went it's too dark yeah it was a white wall yeah come on she didn't say that you know like or at least make it a dark green so she doesn't look like an idiot saying the white is too dark but i guess alex was kind of stubborn in how she wanted the house and yelka didn't like that and then yelka would tell alex everything she bought was shit yeah and alex didn't like that so that started their fighting off but alex wanted this house and yelka said well i paid for it but it doesn't matter she gave it to her son who now alex gets half of it um and then half of whatever joe had from their business and his money and and Alex also wants custody of Brandon because Yelka's a psycho. Yeah. And so at the custody hearing, Alex just shreds Yelka saying she steals everything like zebra dick pot pie out of the grocery store. She's banned. (laughs) She's been to jail. She almost killed my baby with her weird herbal teas. She's a total bitch. And my ex-husband's a bitch. And I don't want them around my son. And Alex is granted like custody. Mm -hmm. And Yelka and Sam actually have zero visitation rights. They have to stay away from Brandon because they're such psychos. So Yelka goes completely fucking nuts. And she blames Alex for everything that's gone wrong in her life at this point. And again, this has nothing to do with the fact that she really wants to see her grandson because she fucking oh, gave him no. tea and made him pass out. She could give she two shits. It's all him. control. Yeah. Yeah. And she thinks her baby boy has been given the yeah. runaround. Yeah. And he couldn't even care because he's just like, I don't know. He lost his son and wife because he wouldn't even say to his mom, like, hey, mom, can you give us a weekend alone? Maybe once. What a dumbass. So Total Alex dumbass. Yeah, gets half of everything, custody of the son, and lives in the house still. Although I thought she should just, just should have. Yeah. Been like, fuck this. We're selling it and I'm moving like to the other side of Canada. You cunts. Right. Um, but she didn't at first, probably because she, you know, has to work and do all this shit. Yeah. But weird, weird even weirder shit starts happening now to her. So first thing weird, a package arrives on her doorstep. She opens it up. And it's a cr- true crime novel. And now most of us would be... We'd be like, oh my gosh, my friend sent me that. Excited. But no, she opens up the true crime novel and passages are highlighted, such as passages about being hogtied, choked, and tortured. So Alex is disturbed and knows immediately... She thinks, it's not my best. Yelka did it. No. Sending me a book club book. No, it's my psychotic ex-mother-in-law sending me a murdering book, highlighting what she wants to do to my body. Right. So Alex is just horrified. She goes grocery shopping. Sam and Yelka are in the grocery store, even though that bitch Yelka shouldn't have been in that Piggly Wiggly. She got banned. No kidding. And then Sam, the dad, looks at Alex and makes like a... (laughs) 
across his throat like a sit slit throat yeah. gesture and alex was like fuck this. this is what we're gonna do to you oh my god she should have said pointed at him and said this man is yeah incont- incontinent <laughs> and impotent <laughs> and then screamed it over the like loudspeaker sam and also she's banned impotent. and she steals everything yeah. the ugly ass woman that sounds like dracula is stealing right now yeah that's what she should have done god so alex finally gets out of that home because they're scaring the shit out of her and moves in with her mother so one day she has her friend angie that we've heard out mm-hmm. and her mother and they're like playing cards and playing a game and the phone rings and elka or alex answers it and on the phone, it says, there are three coffins for you. One for you, one for your mother, one for your grandmother. What the hell? <laughs> and I was like, what? What? She knows it's Yelka and Sam because she heard their voice. Right. So she calls the police and the police are like, well, you're the only one who heard it. You could have made the whole thing up. She's like, well, my mom and my friend but are right no, there. I didn't. And these dicks have been torturing me in the doing weird shit all the time and what they recall records like it's it's 92 i know right like they had to check that so alex um would call her friends and say these dicks are gonna kill me like they're gonna kill me this is what's gonna happen and angie even said like to her like what are you talking about calm down that's not gonna happen they're not gonna murder you like that doesn't happen that's just come on calm down and of course, now she's like, Jesus Christ, like another bad yeah. advice from me. Alex actually goes to a psychic. And I thought, oh, well, does she go like at Pee Wee Herman? And the psychic says, it's Did you in get the excited? Basement. Oh. <laughs> the Alamo. And she says, No, uh-huh. I'm talking about my mother in law, not my bike. But the psychic says, Beware of a red sports car. Tells her her life is in danger. People want to kill her, and then she needs to be careful. I'd be like, holy shit, come on now. Like, can I have one good thing? Right. Anything good? But that it's horrifyingly accurate. Nothing which makes was me gonna, suspicious. It wasn't like, and also, no. you're going to get a yeah. million dollars yeah. before a red Corvette. And meet a really normal you. man. Yeah. No, it was horrible. No, everything was bad. So a few days later, Alex is driving home from a showing or something, and a red sports car is behind her and following her. Yes. So I thought at first when I was watching, like, oh, she, every red sports car she sees, she's going to think is going to attack her, mm-hmm. you know, because now she has a red sports car in the brain. But this one actually drives into her driveway. She bolts out of her car, runs into her house. A man jumps out of the car and chases her, but he trips and he drops a gun he has in his hand and it flies across the driveway. Like, how? I have to just look at the psychic thing because I don't understand how that. But it was works. real and it was a it red Izod. Is that a car? Yeah. That's kind of cars that everybody wanted when I was in middle school. Oh. Um, Alex actually calls 911 again. It's like, come on. These men in this red car. Once again. Jumped out. They had a gun. Mm-hmm. And so the police do come. And Alex is just saying, I'm going to be dead soon if someone doesn't help me. Can you please help me? So she calls a private eye, which is a good move because he can kind of have a team surveillance mm-hmm. everything because police are just going to be like, oh, ma'am, calm down. Um, so this guy, Ozzy Caban, he's like 110. <laughs> <laughs> but, I know, why did she? I know. Why him? I don't why did know. she pick him for the PI? But right away, he starts surveillancing Brandon's daycare, which is good that he did because they right. got some information. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he told her, you know, just keep the same routine, even though she's terrified. So she works at a dental office at this point. So her Janet, Janet, her friend and a coworker rides to work with her and they go to work as usual. The date, nothing happens out the day. And then Janet, who's telling the story, says her and Alex leave work at 430. That's when they leave. They're talking about whatever. Mm-hmm. They head to her car. They get in the car. And Janet said, I had my gym bag with. So maybe this is a key that we need to carry a gym bag with us and pretend to work out or try to work out. Mm-hmm. But Janet had a big ass gym bag. So she bends down and starts shoving the gym bag down in the car where her feet are. And as she bends down, bullets rain through the car and just shoot up the car and janet keeps her head down but then when it stops she goes up and she looks at which is so sad because you can see how traumatized this woman still is as she was talking like the most horrible thing you can even be through yeah so janet ducked and missed the shots but she looks and sees Alex, who's shumped, slumped over. And she know, like, even she said, I was in total shock. But right. I tried to move her and look at her. And she said she was shot in the head and she was dead. I mean, she must have just been like, what? I don't even know if you register anything at that point. Like, you must have just been in so much yeah. shock. But she looks and sees a red sports car drive away. She jumps out of the car. She runs into the dentist office again and calls the police. Yeah, they weren't even far no, they just were in the car in the parking in the lot. Parking lot, yeah. I, I just can't even imagine how awful this is. And so the nine, the police come, but it's too late because Alex died instantly. But there were thirty eyewitnesses yeah. that saw this happen, and so they all said it's this red I rock car, and they say exactly what happened. Oh yeah, did I say Izod? Yeah, or yeah, I rock. They, yeah. You're right. Izod is like a golf. See, oh well, you have golf. On I but have I knew a what you problem. Meant. Yeah. Um. They find out that the IROC is stolen, but for some reason they trace another car that was at Brandon's daycare this whole day, and that car belongs to this guy named Mylan or Milan. Yeah, Nenadick. <laughs> yes. Nenadick. And so the Nenadicks are close family friends with Yelka and Sam. In fact, Milan and the Nenadicks were at the <laughs> wedding of Alex and Joe. So the Nenedicks are good families, friends. Uh-huh. Um, I can't even, I, I mean, just so awful. Mm-hmm. So 10 days go by, police start following Milan around. And this dumbass bitch, Milan, meets up with Yelka at another shopping mall parking lot. Mm-hmm. And this was like, oh, I laughed. I wonder if you laughed at this part, but... Even though it's not funny that just how the woman described it. So it was like this police lady. She describes that Milan gets out of his car, gets into Yelka's back seat. He's in there for like two minutes. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And the guy, uh-huh. the Milan looked like a poor man's George Michael from the Faith video. Did you notice? He had like George Michael's clothes on, George Michael's hair and glasses. I thought he had khakis on though. No, I thought he had it like, like stonewashed jeans. jeans. I thought, oh. oh, I guess I missed it. And then the lady says, Milan gets out of the backseat right away. And she goes, he had a big bulge in his shorts. Sarah, they said that. They did it. And then the camera goes, zoom, right onto his bulge. They knew what they were saying. And they wanted us to And she's like, like, that bulge was not there before. And you know he didn't get that bulge from Yelka. (laughs) 
but it, they zoom into its crotch into the big bulge and it was a sideways pocket bulge but because not a big front bulge we haven't even talked about how shitty yelka's wig has been oh this whole no episode it's like an if you did backwards shave a sasquatch anus hair and <laughs> taped it to a bald wig why yeah did that's it what it was so bad and her hair her real hair was coming out of the bottom well, yeah because her real hair wanted it. to say you know what i'm here and i actually do try <laughs> it is not a sasquatch anus hair but no one oh, on this production no. will let me be free. No. Yeah. It was okay. terrible. He couldn't have got the boner so from her. It wasn't from her. No. But he has this huge bulge in his front pants. Yeah. His front his front unit is bulging out. Yep. And the detectives follow this bitch bulge home. And he walks to his driveway. And as he's walking to his driveway, three thirty thousand dollars falls out of his bulge front onto the floor and he just keeps walking the ground and kept walking away so the police are like well i guess if you're gonna make it that easy (laughs) they go run up and arrest him and take the thirty thousand dollars and i think he must have still had big bulge front he would have noticed more he must have more in there and so they arrest him and they arrest yelka immediately too because they know she's the one who gave him that yeah. money and obviously what for and they've connected the two and yeah. yelka acts all the fool when she's arrested like what is this for oh my god yeah it's like you know bitch um police desperately try to find a connection to sam and joe but there just wasn't one there i think they were just too dumb and lazy who knows but they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't attach it to joe or sam but there were three men that yelka hired this Milan, who was the hitman, and then he had two more accomplices that were like watching out at the daycare, probably. And, and none of them her. could do anything right. No, and then Yelka. So they were, I mean, it took 10 days, thankfully only, to find out. I mean, and maybe they had an idea too. But that, 30 people? Oh, what the fuck? Well, yeah, 30 people saw it and could identify yeah. him. You're, you're screwed. Um, and they all got life in prison. So yeah. I know, like, when she got to, I read something, like, when she got to 14 years, she kept whining, like, she had nothing to do with it and tried to get out. So I don't know if she got out. I think I, I think, tried to I look know. it up, but a lot of it was only written in other languages. Oh. But um, it seems like she's still in there. But I, I also found out that there was a made-for-TV movie <gasps> there was. based on this. Oh. It came out in 1997. Did it, s- did it star my favorite Meredith Baxter, Bernie? No, close. Melissa um, Gilbert? No, oh. close. Um, it was called The Perfect Mother. Oh. Now I want you to think of how Yelka looked with the dark hair. Yeah. And I want you to think of another cop show. A cop show? Yep, where there were two Cagney women. and Lacey? Yes. Oh. So, Tyne, Tyne Daly. Daly. <laughs> Did you know that Tyne Daly is the TT's sister? <laughs> TT of the Peahive? <laughs> and Tim Daly, her twin brother from Wings. Tyne Daly played Yelka, but Tyne Daly, there is no better Yelka than no. Tyne fucking Daly. No, and they gave her Tyne <laughs> Daly. <laughs> they gave her a different, a handsome name. woman, if yes. there ever was. And then the what, the wife. Oh, they gave a different they, name. They oh. all had different names. Well, good for them. Um. Was Ione Sky? Remember mm-hmm. her? Ione Sky or Ione Sky? Yes. Um, from, was she like in my own private Idaho with Keanu or something like that? She I was don't in know. something with. Yeah. The, who's the guy who was in everything? Um, John Cusack. Oh. 
Oh yeah. Um, was she in that? And then something yes. with River Phoenix. Yeah, it's too. River Phoenix. Too. My own private. No, my own private that? Idaho was had Keanu and River Phoenix in it. Oh wait, Iona Sky. Forgot about her. She's known for Say Anything. Oh, Say Any. Yes, that was with John Cusack. And what was the one with River Phoenix? Shit, I can't remember it. Oh, he was River. real cute in it. Yeah. Oh, he was so cute. Um, the perfect. Oh, I gotta watch called, that one. We've watched it. A, a night in the life of Jimmy Reardon. Oh, do you yes. remember that? From yes. When we were little. Oh my god. Yes. yes. Shit. Um. So she played the woman, and then her mother. I'm. I'm guessing this was her. Her mom. Oh. In the movie yeah. was D. Wallace from. Oh, she's so Tyne Daly. Yes. That is a movie I need to watch. Yeah, so maybe we can find it somewhere. It has to be on YouTube. 1997, The Perfect Mother. Ugh. Um. So that what a tragic story. This poor Alex did try to get so much help too. Oh my god. And she. Just a waste. Yeah. An absolute waste. Frustrating thing when you know you're like. When she kept trying to tell everyone. And everyone told her to calm down. They're going to kill me. Yeah. And they're like, no, they would never do that. Yeah. Well, because a normal person. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just such a sad story because it's just a lovely lady. That's why we have a podcast. I know. That's why there's a 10 million podcast. Beauty queen of Canada. I know. Besides being a smart, kind woman, we need more of those. I know. Um, I hope she is. So thank you for listening. Now, I remembered out of oh, book of, club. Yeah, I remembered out of a pocket of memories yeah. that are sweet, sweet book club. Um, you forgot to set what a date. What would you call that. her? She's like our. She's our organizer. She's yes. our. She's from the we, we wouldn't up. have it, Shauna. Yeah, we would she, not have it if she didn't do it. She's, she's everything. Actually, in Ireland with her yes. family. Um, and she told me that she was going to be gone. And well, because I wasn't at the last one. So I yeah. just didn't. And I was like, don't worry, I'll do it. And then I, of course, remembered that she told well, me Well, we'll try um, to. So we are going to have our book club in which we read Greenwich Village yep. by Catherine Faulkner. Um, we're going to have that next. Park, Greenwich Park. Oh, Greenwich Park. Shit, it's not yeah. Greenwich Village. What the hell? Um, Greenwich Park. And I'm listening to it oh so you have the accents and everything yes yeah, so i have mm. the british accents um and they're at baby classes um so we're gonna have the actual podcast zoom meeting mm-hmm. on august 22nd one at, day before your birthday yeah that's one day before my birthday so everyone show up and have some prosecco ready and we'll all toast on zoom we're going to do it at 7 30 central time okay. and i will try to put a zoom link somewhere on our it's always the husband podcast okay. group page and then i can maybe try to share it and then you can try stuff. to share mm-hmm. yeah i don't I forgot that I said I was going to do it. So sorry that I. That's okay. I had a memory lapse, yeah, but then I, somewhere it came from a pocket. Like, oh, I said I was going to do it myself. Okay, so the 22nd at 730 Central. Who cares if you read the book? Just come and talk yeah. about it and toast to me for my birthday. Right. My 40 fucking seventh birthday. Oh, well, it's old, old bitch. Rip foot in the grave 
All right. <laughs> Bye. Dracula's foot in the glade. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>